0: You're listening to the Wedding Pro Podcast brought to you by the CWP Society. Welcome to the Wedding Pro Podcast, brought to you by the CWP Society, where wedding planners and pros collaborate to raise the standards in the wedding industry. CWP Society is also the world's largest membership of wedding professionals and the leading wedding planner certification program. My name is Lori Hartwell, and I'm the CEO, and I'm joined by my fabulous Vice President, Chrissy Thomas, also the owner of Southern Sparkle Weddings. Hey, Chrissy.
1: Hi, Lori, and hello to all of our wonderful listeners. Today, we will be discussing the pitfalls of wedding trends. Now, I'm sure many of you are reading the articles and viewing the reels and TikToks that are all about what's in and what's out for the upcoming wedding season. While trends can provide inspiration as wedding planners and wedding pros, the focus on weddings should be creating a celebration that feels true to our couples. It's easy to get swept up in what's in, but what I'm finding is we are unintentionally diminishing how engaged couples are feeling about their own personal visions for their big day. And in turn, I feel like it's actually hurting our industry. I love your insights on how you feel about these what's in and what's out TikToks and reels and articles that I'm seeing all over my social media and news feeds.
0: I guess my immediate reaction to it is, I notice a lot of negativity, and I notice a lot of shaming of couples. And when I see that, I just feel really sad And for for people that are just now kind of afraid to even tell people or share with people what it is that they're even wanting for their big day because they're not sure how other people are going to respond. And I just don't think that that's really the impression that wedding professionals and wedding planners should be providing to our potential couples.
1: You know, I think what's happening is as wedding pros, we are part of weddings almost every single weekend. So we're seeing some of the same things over and over and over again. And in our head, we're like, gosh, I'm so tired of seeing this. I'm so tired of creating this. But what we're not considering is, you know, the couples who book us, the new couples who are getting married soon. This is the first time that they've probably experienced it. So while we're putting our I'm tired of doing this vibes out there, it's we're, putting something out there where they're excited about it. And by us being quote tired of it and thinking this is a trend that should be out in turn, it's making other people couples feel less than because they were actually initially excited about this trend. So I think that's what we're unintentionally doing when we share these what's in and what's out posts.
0: I, I agree. And we have to remember that they were inspired By that and there's no reason why wedding planners can't help a couple take that idea and maybe modernize it a little bit right but to say well that's out we just don't do that anymore what you're essentially doing is telling someone that their wedding dreams or their taste is just not good enough and i don't think that that's the impression and the message that we should be sending to couples today.
1: Exactly. And I love that you mentioned that the whole point of trends is to inspire couples and to put their own unique twist on it. Like my ultimate goal as a wedding planner is for when their guests walk into the space, I want them to feel like, Oh, this is so them. This is such a reflection of them and their story. That's the ultimate goal. So maybe their ultimate story is a trend that's out. You know, I had a couple who they were 70s, boho, disco loving couple. Like that was them. And, you know, the trend for a while there were the disco balls. And they were like, oh, is this something that's out now? I see everyone's doing it. And I'm like this is so y'all like this makes sense for you guys. So I don't care if it's out. Let's bring a, let's tie in a way to include this in your design, because this is a reflection of the two of you. And that should be everyone's goal. Whenever we're discussing trends is making sure that the vision that we're showcasing to our couples is a reflection of them. Even if it's something that's quote unquote out.
0: <laughs> and who gets to determine what's out? Mm. You know, I guess that's my next thought is, is, you know, just because, and you kind of test on this a little bit earlier, just because we've seen it a million times, does that deem it out automatically? And I just think that we need to maybe reevaluate what that is. I mean, I understand things being out that, um, you know, isn't quite, it doesn't have much of a modern feel to it or does not seem like today's uh, trend, but we can take older things change it, tweak it, uh, modernize it just a little bit. And now it's almost kind of a brand new take on that old trend. And I think that that's more of the perspective that we Mm -hmm. as professionals need to be taking rather than saying, Oh, please, we just don't do that anymore. Or, Oh, you like those colors together. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you talking like this to people? And we wonder why sometimes we all get you know, the reputation of being stuffy, pompous, and things of that nature is because a lot of people are actually talking down to couples and (laughs) poo-pooing all over (laughs) what they want. And so what I, I think we need to do is we need to change our perspective and change our messaging and know that when a couple comes to us, and they say, well, this is what we were thinking, or this is the color scheme, or this is the decor we were wanting. Don't pooey all over it yet. What you need to do is find out more information about that couple, find out what their why is, see how you can start making suggestions to modernize that idea. That would be the best way to do that. Um, One of my immediate thoughts is, you know, like overlays. Back in the 1980s. uh, Well, gosh, we could go way back. The overlay that did not go all the way to the floor, it was just like, you know, it would go down by maybe 15, 20 inches. That's an older trend. That doesn't mean that we should just eliminate overall, you know, overlays completely. What it means is, oh, how can we modernize this overlay trend? Well, let's make it floor length. Let's be, let's find gorgeous overlays and have it go all the way to the floor. That's a nice modern
1: take on it, you know? So there's ways to make that happen. And I think you're right. It's our messaging, about these trends like like you said some of these things we do have to update and we do have to educate couples on okay this is not in anymore and here's why but our messaging is coming across in a way where we're not actually educating in fact we're putting people down and as wedding professionals our job is mainly to educate couples because let's be honest they don't know what they're doing they've never planned these events to this scale so it's up to us to educate them in the proper ways of what's out not necessarily what's you know what's out regarding like their style, but a way that why this doesn't work now because of the modern times, but we're doing it in a way that's not kind, that's not being graceful, that's almost being rude. And like I said, there's a way to educate couples on, well, this is why we don't do this trend, but here's an alternative. Yes, what's happening with these out trends that I'm seeing is we're not providing them an an alternative of like, this is why we don't do that. And honestly, another problem I'm seeing too is it's they're kind of contradicting. I'll I'll read one article that will say, bows are out. Then the next article, bows are in. I'm yeah. sorry. If I'm confused and I'm in this industry, right. how can couples not, how are they not just like, what's happening? I want my wedding to be trendy, but y'all are telling me all these other different things.
0: Yeah. What I would love to see, Chrissy, is all of those what's in, what's out things just completely disappear from social media all of the articles that you find every december and january yep. that says this is in this is out and how they contradict each other they constantly contradict one another we need to stop all of that i like your idea let's let's say uh, ways to modernize old trends or here's some things that you might want to think about to you know bring this trend to or personalize this trend more toward you Because all of these other things are like, oh, this is out. This is is terrible. You're shaming someone. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some things that don't logistically work, right, Chrissy? Like, um, right off the top of my head, I'm thinking the old style head tables. So whenever I had a couple that would come to me and say, yeah, and, you know, where should we put the head table? I wouldn't say, head table? Are you kidding me? What are you thinking? That's just... Girl, we don't do that anymore. I don't talk like that. I would say, oh, well, well, you know, I have such a great idea for you because as time has gone by, we have found a way to really take the head table and make it actually work within the space and for the people that are going to be sitting at that table. So instead of everybody just sitting on one side of a table and staring at everybody else at the, you know, at the guests we do this instead and so that's when i just dis- described the estate table also known as a king's table uh or i give them alternatives like sweetheart table or actually having a private dining experience in a completely separate room that's just the couple since they really haven't had any alone time the entire wedding day so you know there there's ways to discuss something that you know could be done better and that or a trend that you just know that we absolutely don't do anymore, like head tables, and switch it up just a little bit. Just, if you put a fancy bow and serve it on a silver platter, these, these new ideas, they're gonna be received a lot better rather than a negative comment to their idea. So
1: we just need to be more careful. And what I love about this, Lori, is the way that you're presenting this, is you're giving them that alternative but you're, you're also not dismissing them outright. And that's what's happening is we're dismissing our couples and their visions outright versus providing them with the solution and why we should be doing it this way versus the other way. So I, I just think it's it's for us as wedding pros, we just need to be aware of how we're coming across when we're sharing these posts and when we're creating these posts and making sure that we're keeping our couples and their experiences and their feelings, honestly, at the forefront of our minds when we're creating and sharing these type of posts, because I even did a post where I was like, "Here are my top trends for 2024," and and it was like a click and bait, and the bait was, "I don't care. I want my I want that I want your wedding days to be a reflection of your story. So, what what do you guys like? What do you want to do? You know, even things that you know aren't necessarily trendy. You know, I have a couple who they don't like wedding cake, and like they're like, we got to have cake at our wedding." No, you don't, let's have dessert. Like we actually like ice cream. Okay, let's talk to the caterer and see how we can serve ice cream. Like those are those ways where you can incorporate these fun trends but not we're not getting rid of the fact that your couple is their forefront of the story of their wedding day and how you want their wedding day to look, how you want their wedding day to feel. It's all about your couples And as wedding pros, we should be asking the right questions. We should be asking about what do you guys do for date night? We to be asking about what's your favorite personal style? Who's your favorite designer? Those type of questions. So that way we can really curate and create a design and a feel that's a reflection of our couples. That's my favorite part of my job, honestly. Like I love being able to create an experience that's a true reflection of my couples. And you can't do that if you're so focused on only doing weddings that are trendy and only booking couples who want to do the trends, even if the trends make absolutely no sense for them.
0: I agree, it it needs to be more personalized. We have to remember that just because we're in the wedding industry and we do this on a regular basis does not give us the right to guide couples down a path uh, that doesn't suit them and that wasn't meant for them. Mm -hmm. And I think that wedding planners and wedding professionals tend to put too much weight on trends, uh, color schemes, what's in, what's out, without looking deeper Mm. And, and without going deeper what is the point of of what it is that we do I can take whatever couples throw at me and I'll find a way to make it beautiful Chrissy I can promise you that I will find a way to make it as beautiful as I can and it won't matter what their budget is it won't matter what crazy colors they're throwing at me I had a couple that was very goth Uh, wanted to get married on Halloween. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Yeah, I know you would. I was like, gosh, if I knew Chrissy back then, oh my, we would have had a blast planning that wedding. But I was really listening to them. And the truth is, they didn't want something gory. They didn't want something ridiculous. I found a way to make it absolutely divine. And that is just by truly listening to what your couples are wanting and stop making assumptions and then immediately deterring them from what they were kind of wanting to have. We, My job is to say, well, tell me what you like, tell me why you like it, What? how can we incorporate this? Okay, well, you know, I'm gonna give you a bunch of ideas based off of everything I've heard and let's kind of narrow it down the direction in which we're gonna go with this particular design. It,
1: that is what made it so special. Mm -hmm.
0: And, um, you know, I don't feel like everybody does that.
1: I think because that we may need to, as wedding pros kind of do some self-reflection. Are we wanting to do these trends and are we pushing these trends in our couples because we're wanting to appear some sort of way on social media? Are we wanting to get picked up by a blog or publication that's focusing on this trend versus are we really doing what's best for our couples? And I think that requires some looking inward and saying, "Why am I, why am I pushing this? If this doesn't make sense for them, is this self-serving? Is this why I want to do these trends and only book these certain style of clients? Is because I want to have this clout and be published and have all of these follows and likes on Instagram? Is is that the reason why? Versus I'm just doing this. What's best for my clients?
0: You know, and I hear this all the time, Chrissy, about wedding planners and wedding professionals being so solely focused on getting published and I I just kind of doubt that wedding planners and professionals got into this wedding industry as a whole because that was their main focus I think they probably got into the industry because they love couples they love uh you know being a part of one of the most spectacular days of, of a couple's life it's the, the the party a celebration of their love that's most likely what brought us and attracted us to this industry, but all of a sudden the ego starts taking mm-hmm. hold of people, and it just—I feel like it turns some people into someone they're not. Yeah, and, it, and it's more all of a sudden like grandiose, like look at me, look at me, and I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's, yeah,
1: it's ego and it's also comparison. So we're looking and, and on our feet because we're you know in the wedding industry, we're following all of these blogs and these accounts. And we're seeing all of these over the top or all these trendy weddings and we're thinking, oh gosh, none of my weddings look like that. So I need to book couples who want to do this or influence my couples to change up their wedding design. So my, my weddings can look like this. And it's that comparison game too, I think is that we're struggling with.
0: You're probably right about that, honestly. And I feel like a lot of wedding planners Uh, have almost made that their second job, right, Mm -hmm. is to compare themselves to everybody else. And one of the things I've heard you say, and and one of the things that, you know, to to wedding planners, and one of the things that I try to advise our wedding planners and wedding professionals to not do is don't compare someone's chapter 20 to your chapter five, or, you know, but also not everybody's, a you know, what you see on social media is not 100%. Accurate either, is it? Yeah.
1: I mean, that's social media is the best of the best. It's it's you're only posting your best work, your most, you know, you're not posting and sharing your struggles on it social media. You're just not. And you're so not sharing those
0: weddings that you're like, not like, mmm, you know, I, I love that couple, but that wasn't the prettiest wedding that has ever been produced in my life because maybe it was a budget issue or maybe it was a taste issue. There's a lot that we don't see from people on social media. So I want those who are listening to realize that we probably have more in common than we don't. Mm. And so that means that other people are experiencing the same things we're experiencing. It's very rare that you find a wedding professional out there that's just winning on every single level, right? It's very, very rare. We all have our struggles. We all have couples that we're probably, you know, we love to take but we probably wouldn't be throwing all of their pictures out there on social media because it wasn't the most attractive, you know, look that we ever came across. But we do need to make sure that we remember what our real motivation is. And the motivation should not be to be seen. The real motivation needs to be to please. And to please who? Ourselves? Our ego? No. The publishing companies? Absolutely not. It's our couples we need to be pleasing our couples. We need to be doing what's right by our couples. We need to make sure that we are listening to our couples. They are the ones who pay our bills (laughs) and not the publishing companies, right? Not social media, I've never gotten paid by Twitter. I've never gotten paid by Instagram or Facebook or Pinterest. So I want us to remember who we should be motivated by and that should be the people that pay us and put our roofs over our heads and um and take them more seriously and guide them don't demand don't don't shame guide because the couples are coming to us we're the professionals and they're saying here's what i'm thinking they're not saying i have to have this do not modify any of it They're saying, this is what I'm thinking. This is kind of what my vision is. It's our job to take that and really enhance it and make it the greatest it could possibly be. Not to completely wipe it clean and say, I'm sorry, your ideas suck. And I don't want to have anything to do with that color scheme or that decor. No, let's figure out alternatives. So instead of doing articles and social media posts on what's out, and what's, you know, the new trends. Offer alternatives. For instance, the overlay alternative. Instead of it being uh, 20 inches down, make it floor length. Uh, Instead of a head table, do estate tables. Instead of uh, one single mirrored tile in the middle of a a, uh, table, make the entire tabletop a mirror. Uh, You know, there's millions of things that we can do uh, to add alternatives and... It, more inspirational ideas rather than to just dismiss someone's thoughts and ideas.
1: And it's so funny when you think about you go back to your why, which should, should be your couples, but sometimes throughout our journey as wedding pros that shifts to those publishers or social media. What you mentioned is, you know, they provide their, their, our clients are the ones who help pay our bills. Our clients are also the ones who are referring to business. Yes. If you are focusing on your clients and their overall experience. That's going to bring you referrals time and time again. And this is coming from someone who has been featured in numerous publications as we've had some really stunning weddings and beautiful love stories that have been shared. But I, out of my entire career, I have had one booking from someone who saw me in Martha's Weddings. One, 90%, 95% honestly of my business comes from the referrals of my fellow wedding pros, as well as my couples who are recommending me time and time again. So your shift of focusing back on your couples is going to help you keep getting business. Not that wonderful feature that you have in that publication. That's going to look great on your website. That's going to give you a couple of days of traction on social media. That's not going to continue to bring you business. No, it's just not. not. And I think that that's the realization
0: that a lot of planners and a lot of wedding pros need to be aware of. And if we keep that in the forefront of our mind, I think we can win. I think that we can overcome all of the comparison games and overcome the ego and and stop the shame. Stop yeah. shaming people for having thoughts and ideas or being inspired or something we did last year or five years ago. Let them be inspired by that. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. And, and then just guide guide your clients to the right location. You know, to to their journey, to their destination, not our destination. These weddings have nothing to do with us. We are more of a conduit, Mm. if you will, uh, to take where they're, you know, in the beginning stages, their ideas and actually bring those ideas and make them into a really beautiful reality and one more beautiful, and more spectacular than they had ever imagined. That's the coolest experience when a couple walks into a room and we're showing them the wedding had now come to life. Mm -hmm. Their faces,
1: their reaction... Oh, my. Uh, my eyes are literally watering because just being in that moment, because that moment, oh my gosh, it gives you such a high. Who needs drugs as a wedding professional? When you get that feeling right there from your couples, yeah. I have pills just thinking about it and that's job well done. That means that I put my clients first, not what was trending. Exactly.
0: So for those of you who are listening, definitely keep those couples uh, at the forefront of your mind. Don't focus so much on the trends guide them, inspire them more. That's what you should be doing. So thank you all for listening to the Wedding Pro Podcast. If you're not yet a member of the CWP Society, we would love to welcome you into our amazing and loving family. Simply go to our website, cwpsociety.com, and learn how you can join for free today.